The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right, with host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. I'm Dr. Cass Henry, and I look forward to spending the next hour with you. To me, Goldilocks symbolizes balance. Not being extreme on either end of any issue spectrum, finding the centeredness, and leading from the middle. Always towards reaching the goal is the message embodied in Goldilocks. I have picked this centeredness as the pathway for empowerment as I launch this show. The centeredness is not just for a personal pursuit. It works for a family, it works in an organization, a community, a country, or a global society. Just like Goldilocks, we want to make sure we are dealing with any situation and approaching it in a manner that we are not too hot, we're not approaching it too cold, and we are going about doing things just right so that we accomplish things just right for us. When it is just right, great things happen. Think about it. Great things like the transformation of a caterpillar into a butterfly. Just when the caterpillar thought the life was over, it emerges into a beautiful butterfly and evolves into a brand new life and a brand new rebirth. When we do things just right, Each of us have the ability to reach the summit of our success. So keeping with the theme of how to get it just right, we're going to focus our first episode on knowing our self-interest and then how to shape the world. What do I mean by our self-interest and what does that mean to each of us as we start thinking about it? I as a person am not a one-dimensional being. I play multiple roles in society as I engage in life. What are those roles, you may ask? I am a worker, I'm a consumer, I'm an investor, and I'm a citizen. I may be a business owner, I may be a business executive, I may be somebody who's working for an organization. Whatever form of work we engage in, we're all working in our community. We all consume goods and services from our marketplace. We all invest for our retirement and our future needs. We all, each one of us, are citizens of a country shaping the lives in our civil society. So when I make choices, 
I want to make sure I'm aware of the four roles I play so that the choices I'm making is in my self-interest across all aspects of the roles I play. As a worker, what do I want? What does anybody want as a worker? We all aspire to have high wages, we want good benefits, and we want a work-life harmony so that we can have a happy life. If each worker wants this, can we all have our goods and services cheap or free? Now, that's an interesting question. If each of us want everything cheap or free, then will any of us be able to hold on to jobs that pay well with benefits that are stellar and a work-life harmony to have a family and a happy life? So this is the kind of thinking I always put myself through as I'm making my choices. And this is what I mean by understanding my self-interest. What I want as a worker may sometimes force me to compromise on what I would like to have as a consumer. Let's take a personal example. How do I actually apply this in my life every day? as I approach my life in the Goldilocks footsteps of getting it just right. I am, as Dr. Cass Henry, a finance executive, a professor, author, now a radio show host, and a speaker. Therefore, my self-interest in each of these roles may allow me to make choices that are far more complex than had I just one role as a worker. Therefore, what my self-interest in each of these roles is going to force me to start thinking about how not just the four roles I play and how they are interacting with my life, but how are the different uh, positions I have in my professional career getting impacted by the four personal roles I have. So let's take, for example, I want to grab a cup of tea on my way to work every morning and I'm rushing. I run past a, I get off the train, I'm running past a Starbucks and I am nature to stop in to the Starbucks and grab a cup of tea. There are my friends who tell me, why do you stop at Starbucks? A cup of tea is $4.60. Why do you need to spend that kind of money? Couldn't you just go into a regular store and get a cup of tea for a dollar and a half? So I have two reasons. One, Starbucks makes a great cup of tea that uh, I consider a spiced tea, which has all the flavors I want. But it also, not only meeting my tastes and needs, it also fulfills my desire to put my self-interest. Starbucks offers full benefits, tuition reimbursement, and other benefits for part-time employees who are students. So when I walk into a Starbucks and get a cup of tea, I'm not just getting a cup of tea. I'm sustaining the lives and pursuits of students. And when I pursue the life and pursuit of students, I am sustaining my life as a professor. Because if students can't sustain their life and have benefits to take care of themselves to come to school, then I may not have a job to go into the university and teach as a professor. So as I am connecting the dots, I am seeing the benefit of my cup of tea not only gives me the personal pleasure of having the kind of taste I want, it is also sustaining my life as a professor by helping me sustain the lives of my students. 
So this is how I explain my self-interest to friends who ask me, why do you buy a cup of tea for $4.60? Now, can this analogy be extended beyond something as simplistic as buying a cup of tea? What about my investment interests? I am always investing for my retirement. I am always investing for my post-retirement health care. Those of us who have families are investing for our children's education, investing for the retirement and health care of the people we love, right? So as investors, we are investing. And these monies are being invested in uh, corporations and their stocks and securities. Are we stopping to think by giving our money to these corporations What kind of behavior are we promoting? Investing money in a company is giving them the go-ahead to pursue business and continue the business pursuits the way they are already doing. So if I am investing my money in a company that is taking shortcuts and polluting my water supply, by investing in that company, I am actually rewarding them for my family and myself drinking polluted water. Is that the kind of investment I want to do? Or do I want to invest in companies that not only give me a decent return, but also do business in an ethical manner that actually helps sustain society? Businesses look at a triple bottom line. What is triple bottom line? It is profits, people, and planet. For a business to be viable, a business needs to be able to make profits, but those profits are made in an environment of healthy, economically empowered people who can engage in the economy as consumers and investors. And healthy, engaging people in a society who make up the market, who drive the profits, cannot live in a planet that is unhealthy. So businesses, as a business person, somebody who's been in the business environment for 25 years, a person who teaches business school as a business professor, we are teaching in the classroom and we are practicing in the business world about why we need to maintain that triple bottom line. So as an investor, as a person investing in my 401k, I am always going to make sure that I am putting my money for retirement to promote the kind of behavior that is healthy for me. Similarly, in a democracy, I am going to vote with my thought process, not with my anger or my emotion. Emotion is too hot. By not voting, I am being too cold. But by getting it just right, I'm having my public policy shaped in a way that I can live a happy life that is going to sustain me and the ones I love and shape my civil society. So when we come back from break, we are going to bring our guest on and continue this conversation by including her in a dialogue. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's KASHenry.com for more information. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Dr. Cass Henry, and my guest today is Bucola Bello, a principal and owner of Vision My Consulting. In her role, Bucola helps her clients actively engage in shaping public policy. I have personally used her services in my own professional life as a CFO in the pursuit of being an effective steward for the organization I represented. Bucola, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Cass, and congratulations on your first show. This is definitely a powerful and appropriate platform for you, so I'm I'm celebrating you. This is wonderful. Thank you so very much, and I'm so excited to have you as my first guest. We have shared our professional success, and I thought it was perfectly appropriate to bring you on board as I kick off my radio show. And you are a very successful small businesswoman who is actively engaged in shaping public policy. And God knows, I have been the beneficiary of working with you in shaping some of those policies. <laughs> how did you get into this profession? And how did you go about laying the foundation to transform professionally from a government career to a successful business owner? I'm sure there is a story there that our audience would love to listen. <laughs> Well, thank you. You know, I I actually get this question quite often because when people find out that I run a legislative affairs, public relations, strategy, development shop, they they just look and and wonder how. How did that that start? How did you go about creating that? And Mm -hmm. quite honestly, my my answer is, is simply that I have 
always been very, very interested in the law. I've always been very interested Mm -hmm. in public policy. And I was a bit of an academic butterfly, if you will, and and some would call that a nerd. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because uh, my my major in college was political science, and, and then from there I went on to get a master's in legal studies. And so when I started working for the Illinois General Assembly, I was really an analyst. I, I analyzed various pieces of legislation. I did historical and economic um, analyses on these bills, and I enjoyed it. I loved it. But there was also a part of me that's very much a people person. I love to interact with people. Mm-hmm. I like attending meetings. I, I like being in the middle of a negotiation and, and help facilitating uh, solutions along. And, and so that's where I found a, a happy mix between what I like to do uh, as far as statutes and ordinances and policies mm-hmm. and then interfacing with people to help them solve their problems. So it, it was definitely a, a, a very long trajectory between working for state government and then mm-hmm. working for various uh, public policy research firms to then creating my own business. But through each step of the way, there was one central focus, public policy, helping people find solutions, and ultimately strategy development. And I say my motto for my business is where your vision is our priority. So I like to make my client's vision their priority. Their priority. Wow, that is a beautiful journey and a beautiful transformational story. Look, sounds like at every step of your journey, you found that centeredness and you added to your toolkit till you got to where you wanted to get to. And now you're using the tools from your toolkit to help everybody get to where they want to get to. That is such a fascinating journey. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is interesting how you have gone about your career journey, Bicola. How did you determine your own self? I mean, I can see how you have evaluated and found what you're good at. Of those skill sets that you are good at and the things you love to do, you balance of using it to drive your economic engine. And you've used that cusp of those three elements to establish your business. How do you then harness your own continued self-interest while positioning your business mission in selecting your clients? Because sometimes you have to be, just like any other business, you need to know who to serve and what to walk away from. How do you find that balance, that centeredness? Absolutely. It it starts off with understanding that there are no horrible issues. There are no wrong issues. We all have a self-interest. Mm-hmm. And when a client comes to me with, uh, whether it's an agenda or a problem or a, a piece of legislation that they don't like, they mm-hmm. have an interest that they are needing to um, see fulfilled or see uh, solved. So what I do is I, I put myself in the position of my client in terms of what they want to see and what they need to have happen. From there, it it becomes a a bit of a challenge in terms of ethically, do I agree Mm -hmm. with their ultimate goal? Um, Mm -hmm. 
strategically and politically, is this the right climate for them to be able to achieve that goal? And after doing Mm -hmm. my own assessment, I'll be able to ascertain, yes, definitely, I I would love to represent you and take you on to to help Mm -hmm. you accomplish this goal. Or at this point in time, politically, it's it's just not possible. I know with with everything that's going on today um, in terms of this political climate, I think people can understand that there are certain interests that scream louder than others. And so Mm -hmm. it's really contingent upon if I feel that that goal is something that we can achieve, if I'm honest with myself in terms of where um, certain legislators are in terms of that particular issue. And also it's really about what type of impact do I want to have? As a business owner, there are issues that I can take up that I'd be happy to share with anyone. And this is something that I've worked on. And there are others that just aren't for me. So it, it, appropriately with your theme of Goldilocks, you just have to find, uh, you find your way. There are certain things that are just right for me, and I take those issues on, and, and I like them. And there are other issues that just, don't necessarily, I can't see them as something that I can work on. Um, Again, not because there are wrong issues or right issues. Um, It's really just contingent upon the political climate, timing, and whether or not that that goal is achievable. That is such a wonderful way of approaching it because one of the things you mentioned actually piqued my curiosity. You talked about sometimes even an element that you want to pursue this may not be the right time. Even if everything is aligned right, this is not just the right time. This happens not just in the government and public policy. This happens in personal life. This happens in a private sector business. And so what we tend to do is we have to do gardening, right? We know what the time is right for. And then behind the scenes, we start gardening and cultivating. So professionals and as people who are focusing on driving self-interest and shaping the society we live in, we're also, in a way, constant gardeners. How do you see yourself playing that constant gardener role to keep that inner fire burning, to do what we need to do and bring about the change we need and stay focused so that we don't lose sight of what we need to do when that right time and place collides. Hmm, That's that's an interesting analogy in terms of a a gardener. So if I'm a gardener, if I'm planting seeds and watering them, I'm a very uh, hands-on gardener. I will say that I'm very hands-on with my clients. I am very involved. Their issue is is my priority. So that takes precedence Mm -hmm. over over anything and everything else. In the same way that you have planted a a tomato or a certain herb, you have to constantly tend to what you planted. You have to tend to those seeds. And dealing with public policy and client issues is no different. There are constantly things that need to be attended to, whether it's if we're going from a, a legislative perspective, whether it's an amendment or it's um, um, working with staffers or making sure that we have the right votes in order to pass that initiative over to the other chamber, or whether it's a public relations issue where we're reaching out to media and we're doing things from a public perspective in terms of positive 
uh, positive portals within various social media apps outlets or whether it's just strategy development in terms of what we need to do to achieve a particular goal, there are always elements that you need uh, that need to be attended to. So the same way that a gardener would water a seed, make sure that they're taking out any harmful elements in the soil, that's the same thing Mm -hmm. in terms of shaping public policy and handling client issues. I'm doing my best to weave in the gardener, the gardening analogy here, and I I hope I was able to do that. I I thought that was a great Yes, yes. And regardless of whether we are talking about shaping public policy through our legislative process as citizens and people working in the government or private sector professionals, small business owners, we're all gardening, we're all cultivating to make sure our lives are successful and constantly pulling weeds out because we don't want all that noise and distraction. So that right. is beautifully done. That, that truly helps uh, me understand exactly how you go about doing things. And... The last question I want you to start thinking about, and if we don't finish this conversation, we will pick it up when we come back from our break, is that how, given all of this aspect of your selection process and understanding how you need to help your clients, how do you see yourself partnering with your clients who are both private and public sector entities to shape a viable democracy? It's a loaded question. It is a very, very timely point of conversation. And I think what we need to do is let's go ahead and uh, go in for the break, come back and pick up this conversation so that we can give it the due time needed because it is a conversation we need to have in terms of self-interest. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events arts and entertainment leadership parenting relationships self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's Welcome program. back, Bukola, and welcome back, everybody, to uh, Unleashing Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. So, continuing our conversation, what are your thoughts on how do we shape a viable democracy so that we can all have shared prosperity? <laughs> so, <laughs> you prepared your viewers well by, by telling them it was a, a bit of a loaded question, and you mm-hmm. are absolutely correct. Because I'm going to give you the best diplomatic and consultant-like answer I can uh, give you. So Mm -hmm. depending on if you have a private sector or public sector client who is achieving a particular goal, each, Mm -hmm. each type of client has to go through a public portal in order to accomplish that goal. So a Fortune 500 company um, who is achieving a goal uh, will have to go through a public body, a government body, whether that is uh, state, local, or uh, federal. And the same with a public sector client. So we'll say maybe uh, an entity, uh, we'll call them maybe a municipality that's looking to change a particular ordinance. They also have to go through a government body in order to achieve their goal. So both clients will start off at the same point in terms of finding a way to meet their own self-interest. It's my job to guide them through that process, but to also do it in such a way that there's transparency, number one. Um, Mm -hmm. Two, there's an ability for uh, public comment uh, in case there's any opposition. And then Uh three, working with the opposition or working with whatever channel we need to work through, whether that's a legislator, a commissioner, or an alderman, in order to be able to accomplish that goal. So it's it's interesting because you have so many individuals who have a a preconceived notion or a stigma against uh, self-interest groups. But as I've mentioned before, we all have a a self-interest. And so whether it's the public sector Mm -hmm. or the private sector, and then working through various local body uh, procedures and and being able to accomplish those goals, there's a way that you can handle a goal with integrity, uh, making sure that each type of client is able to achieve their particular needs and and get what they want from the process. And so I told Mm -hmm. you it was going to be diplomatic. I told you it was going to be a consultant. Yes, (laughs) yes. So, so the I, key, I hope that, that helps. Yes, yes. But the key message I heard was there is a participatory process of seeking input, seeking yes. opposing point of view, then yes. using all of that information and facts to then educate all the audience and learn and grow and consensus building so that we get to a place as a shared journey so that we don't make a choice that gives one group everything they want and the other group nothing and create 
a divisiveness in the environment, but somehow shape and build that consensus through learning and knowledge sharing and conversation. So the process itself don't divide us. But if we do this right, we can all come together and find that middle ground and take baby steps to get to the ultimate goal over time. Did I understand that right, Nicola? Absolutely. And I'll say, ideally, that is what you want. Now, does that happen all the time, 100% of the time? No, it does not. I I will Uh have to say there are times where maybe the opposition wins out or you're not Uh able to reach a a compromise. And that's life. That happens. But there's always an opportunity to further the discussion and work on a new policy point or a a new piece of legislation where each side will be able to have their their needs handled. So it, it, the, the goal would be to reach a, an, an agreement. Uh, but sometimes you have that and sometimes you don't. And that, that's really reflective of life. Yes. So when this topic comes up in class, because I am teaching uh, finance and economics, economics and finance is underpinned by public policy, which includes tax policy and labor laws and pollution laws and everything else. And the analogy I tend to give in class to my students is, let's take our own household, for example, a mother, father, and two or three teenage kids. Can one person, even if it's the parent, unilaterally decide and do whatever they want and then expect to have a happy home life? I mean, if my husband tried to do that, he'd be on the couch for the next week, right? <laughs> so, so even in a household, even if the children are not teenagers and they are young, as two parents, no parent can make a unilateral decision and expect the household to be viable. Yes. So every aspect of our life, family is the smallest unit in a society. It gets larger in a workplace, it gets larger in a city, it gets even larger in a country. But ultimately, in a global economic society, we are all dependent on each other. The butterfly effect is true. If one economy doesn't work, if one economic policy doesn't work, then there are ramifications to everybody else, whether you're part of that country or not. So I actually got the takeaway from you, your conversation, your point of view, that we need to find a way to continue to have that dialogue. Keep the doors open to keep people engaged because shutting that door is not going to allow any of us to get anything just right. Mm-hmm. That is correct. That is correct. Absolutely. It's all about being open-minded. And and sometimes if you're able to achieve that through compromise, fantastic. And and other times in the household that I grew up in, there were times where there was absolutely no negotiating whatsoever. (laughs) Um, And what was told by my parents, particularly my father, that that is what went. That was the rule of the land. And then other times, you know, you, you could always plead your case and, and follow up with a, a, a handy amendment, and my father and mother would honor it, and then they'd be a little bit lenient. So you're, you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. There, there are times that will lend themselves to, to um, adjustment, depending on what's happening. I'm glad we took the conversation from a country and a democracy and took it down to a family level so that we have looked at self-interest and shaping the rules of engagement inside a family 
as well as outside as a whole country. Now, what kind of advice would you have for our audience who are pursuing their interest, but simultaneously engaging, shaping our democracy? Because democracy is not a spectator sport. It is not like sitting on a couch with my chicken wings and my six pack of beer (laughs) and yelling at the TV because I didn't like the play that just took place. Democracy is a contact sport. It can get down and dirty, but it requires active engagement. So what is your advice since you are a private business owner who is shaping public policy and pursuing your own self-interest and helping others pursue their self-interest? You are in the cusp of how all of this comes together. What would be your advice to our audience on how they can make that balance and harmony as they move forward in shaping and transforming their own lives? So the the first step is understanding that there's a difference between the democratic process and politics. And some Mm -hmm. people might say, well, Bacola, it's the same thing. And and I will be the first one to let that person know, no, it is not. So the Mm -hmm. democratic process involves civic engagement. That involves you understanding who your elected officials are, the people that represent you. That that also encompasses you being active, whether it's your school board, whether it's meeting with your commissioner, whether it's even being active in your homeowners association. Being civically Mm -hmm. engaged means that you are paying attention, your eyes are open, and you are actively participating in that democratic process that allows you to be involved, whether it is you running for a particular um, office or you voting for someone or you voting someone out of office. Mm -hmm. There is a part of you that has to be involved. On the flip side, Mm -hmm. politics. Now, the politics of of anything can be down and and dirty and and almost cringeworthy, but it interfaces with the democratic process because... Mm -hmm. Politics, as as um, fiery as it, it may be, is only allowed to play out if people are um, actively engaged or people are not actively engaged. So if you are not happy with what's going on and you're not voting, um, you're not registered to vote, or you're not paying attention by, by meeting with your local elected representative, then clearly you're not going to be happy with the politics that are taking place. However, if you are engaged and you Mm -hmm. have to say so and you actively know who those particular individuals are who are representing your self-interest, then the politics that are being used to facilitate a particular outcome are going to make a little bit more sense to you. And if you like them, if you can deal with them or you're you're neutral in terms of whatever policy is is coming about, then it's going to make a little bit more sense to you. So my, my key advice to... Um, your listeners, even though I'm sure they're civically engaged, is that they need to understand that there's a difference between the democratic process, being civically engaged, and politics that can be um, either great for the general public or can benefit a few. And once you understand those distinctions, then you're able to really get into the game at any level. And I encourage everyone to get into the game at any level, whether that's hiring me (laughs) or just going about doing your own thing and being involved in your 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 children's school board Mm -hmm. or even possibly interfacing with your your local mayor. 
you have to be involved, or your governor. You, you just you have to be involved, or else you're you're simply um, going to be a, a bystander in whatever happens. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense. And that is not the case just in government and democracy. That is also the dichotomy we need to deal with in any workplace. There are workplace yeah. policies and procedures, and then there are people-related politics. And as yeah. long as we stick to policies and procedures and be responsible stewards of fulfilling our role in the organization we're a part of, then the politics will take care of itself. It's when people start playing politics that we start running into situations. And you make a perfectly good point. And I believe we have Monica from Chicago on the line. Yes. How are you today? Thank you for joining Unleash Your Arena Goldilocks. No, no. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on your radio show. Um, This question is for Bukola. I noticed um, you mentioned when discussing um, the dichotomy between the democratic process and politics, you discuss the importance of self-interest and how it can come into um, conflict with the actual political process. Um, mm-hmm. So I have a question. How is it that you're able to manage or balance the interests of your private sector clients with the interests of the public? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, that, that's a great question, and we, we talked about that a little bit. Before, but you want me to dig a little deeper, so I'll, I'll dig a little deeper. It's not a problem. I, I view my my clients, whether they're public or private, and you specifically focused on the private sector as being a part of the community. I mean, again, I, I go back to my analogy of a Fortune 500 company. So that Fortune 500 company uh, pays taxes. They are an employer of the vast majority of people, which means that they're individuals who are making a, a living based upon working for that company. And then the, the, the money that they're making stimulates the local economy. They're able to pay for haircuts for their kids. They're able to you know, go out to a nice dinner. They're able to pay their mortgages. So being able to protect a private sector client is not just wanting to... Um, ignore or maybe discount what some might feel the little guy is feeling. No, it's a matter of understanding that depending on what that private sector client needs, ultimately everyone is going to benefit. And so when you start to get into a few other policies that come with private sector, whether it's uh, tax breaks or some may call them corporate welfare or things like that, and that is a different issue. But ultimately, when you have a private sector client, understanding that their role within the grand scheme of our economy is just as important as the public sector, which needs those businesses in order to stimulate whatever municipality or local economy um, is, is dependent upon it, as well as the individual uh, resident or citizen who needs that company to be a part of their community, whether that company is paying for uh, property taxes, for schools, or whether it's um, creating a, 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 an enclave as far as um, homes that are being built and schools that are being built. It's all a matter of understanding that we each have our place. And depending upon what that private sector client wants, it ultimately is a benefit for the public. And vice versa, 
if there's something that the public or public sector wants mm-hmm. that could benefit that private sector, we have to look at ways that we'll be able to to achieve that. And, um, and that's a I, great I that's point. That is a great point. Down. Great point and a wonderful question, Monica. Let's come back from break and wrap, uh, finish answering this question. Hang on a minute, please. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's KASHenry.com for more information. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thank you so much for that well-thought-out uh, feedback to Monica's question, Bukolar. And the one thing I would like to add is whether the organization is a private sector entity or a public sector entity, governance holds both entities front and center. And governance, by yeah. definition, is the need to balance the interest of the individual who is anybody who is working in the organization, the organization itself, and the underlying society that hosts that organization. Whether it's a governmental entity or a private sector entity, corporations don't exist in Mars. They exist on the face of this earth. Therefore, they are hosted by a society. So corporate governance requires an organization to harmoniously balance the interest of individuals, itself, as well as the society. So corporations and businesses that do that in the long haul 
actually end up doing better and sustaining society. Corporations that take shortcuts like Enron did, like Arthur Anderson did, or some of the banks did during the subprime crisis, there is a massive collapse around that. So if we keep governance front and center and governance is driving every decision regardless of the entity being private or public and understanding that the public versus private is not a real dichotomy, to me, it's a false dichotomy while it's truly two sides of the same coin. Private sector provides services to the government sector. Government sector invests its pension in the private sector. The single largest U.S. investment is the pension fund investment. So if government sector is not successful, the private sector doesn't have investment dollars coming in. The sole goal of a corporation is long-term value creation and to be able to command those investment dollars. So instead of looking at the two as if it works for one, it's not going to work for another, to me is a artificial scenario that has been positioned for politics as opposed to truly shaping a conversation. But if we go into understanding self-interest along with the need to maintain governance, I think we can have a more robust and harmonious conversation. If our audience are just tuning in and they had nothing else to think about but one overarching message to take home what would your message be Hmm. one message um i i I think it definitely revolves around being engaged and understanding that civic engagement at all levels really involves an investment from the individual. So whether that is an investment by a a company to see something through in terms of a policy, or whether that is an individual who agrees with that policy or disagrees, it requires Mm -hmm. an investment of time, it requires an investment of knowledge, and it requires an investment of being able to understand that Every issue, whether it is completed or is ongoing, is a part of a larger public discourse. And so when people get frustrated with with politics or they get frustrated with the way things are, the best way to sort of ease that frustration, ease that tension, is understanding that everything is an investment. It's a public dialogue. It's part of a public Mm -hmm. discourse. And things are constantly ongoing. And uh, being a part of those ongoing developments is the best way for anyone to achieve their goal, whether that is a client, whether that is an individual, or someone who's just curious about what's going on. Be invested and be engaged. That is such a relevant message, such an important message, especially given what we are dealing with, all the struggles and the emotions we are going through, not just in our country as the United States, but everything that is going on in the world around us. There is food for thought for everybody. And I am going to walk away from this conversation and this show truly, truly being energized by the fact that we can come to a place where we understand that it is true that the life we sustain is our own. 
It is always Mm -hmm. our own. And how do we go about making sure that we put ourselves and our self-interest and that governance-centered approach first so that we can truly serve the community we serve and be a part of the community we are a part of at the same time continue to invest in our own transformational journey and accomplish our goals. I cannot believe, Bukola, we are coming up to the end of our show. This has been a wonderful, wonderful hour. I have loved sharing this show with you, having the conversation with you. And we had wonderful questions coming from our audience. If any of our audience want to connect with Bucola Bella, our, our guest today, who is president and uh, owner of Vision MAI. You can email me, Dr. Cass Henry, at drcasshenry at hotmail.com. That would be D-R-K-A-S-H-E-N-R-Y, hotmail.com. And I would be sure to get your information to her so that she can reach you. I encourage all of you. It's been such a pleasure, Bikola. Thank you so much. I encourage all of my audience to download the Voice America Empowerment Channel show uh, from my host page or by the show name. And please continue to have this discussion in your own circle so that we can shape and help shape each of our transformational journeys. This doesn't begin and end in one conversation. This doesn't begin and end with one place or one time. And please join me next week. We are going to be exploring how to go about selecting education that is just right so each of us pursue our goals and we can continually transform our journey towards the pinnacle of our success. I'm truly happy that you, my audience, have spent the last hour with me and my guest, Biocola. I thank you for being part of Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. Remember, every human interaction is an opportunity for our own transformation. So let's go out there and transform lives. And don't forget to start with your own. Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily